0: Welcome to Prim and Proper. I'm Elizabeth Hathaway. And I'm Marinella Mazzucato. We ended 2022 with like that hodgepodge episode on mistletoe and cuffing season and like whatever else we want to talk about. And I feel like we're kicking off 2023 with like the same fucking energy, little hodgepodge episode here.
1: Yeah, that feels like forever ago. What was it, like a week and a half?
0: yeah it was only it's a week a and a half ago. a lot of happenings <laughs> in a week and a half yeah I know how was your New Year's because we are recording this on January 3rd so it is officially 2023
1: um let's see what did I do for New Year's I watched Shits Creek and I fell asleep by 9 p.m. so pretty pretty solid for me
0: <laughs> I love it love that life um yeah. I did go to a New Year's Eve party. A friend had a gathering. I think there was 12 or 14 of us. It wasn't too large. And most everyone knew each other um, or had at least met before. So it was, you know, pretty intimate, but yet um, like lively enough. So I did actually manage to see it strike midnight. Sadly, though, the second year now, I've been thwarted from seeing the sunrise on New Year's Day for rain. Rain in Chicago in January. Like, what is up with that? Not snow, rain. Yeah, same here.
1: I didn't get my sunset. And the next day, it looked pretty bleak, too. And then it finally did clear, just enough for the sunset. And then the fog came right back out. I think I sent you that picture of like, The sun setting, and then like under the bridge, the actual like fog starting to rise up as it came (laughs) came down. It was pretty, pretty, pretty cool picture, but
0: yeah, yeah, not what I wanted to. No, not how I envisioned. Like if I had written this up, which you and I were, we were both like crossing our fingers that you would get an amazing sunset uh, over the water, and I would get an amazing sunrise also over the water. uh, That did not pan out. Sadly, but I will say I did have a beautiful. I was out walking, what was it, Friday, which was the 30th? I think I sent you a picture of the sunset here in Chicago, which our sun doesn't set over the water. So there was like buildings and stuff. Um, You know, so it wasn't like the most necessarily aesthetically pleasing picture, but the sunset itself was gorgeous. That like pinkish purple sky, like those beautiful colors that sometimes happen.
1: that's what the kids call sky porn
0: what or that's what that's what i
1: call sky porn i don't know (laughs) if the kids call it that but maybe they will now
0: (laughs) i love it i mean it it felt like cotton candy yeah yeah very much gorgeous yeah well (laughs) um i guess we're gonna kick this off so we are doing a little bit of reflecting on last year we didn't get a chance to record before the end of the year, so we're gonna we're gonna do some reflecting, um, but also thinking about looking forward to 2023. So it's a little little bit of both. Um, but mm-hmm. maybe we can start off with some highs and lows from 2022 that we want to share. I don't know if you want to go first with either a high or a low for the year. Yeah, I mean, uh, I feel like
1: I have to mention this. Obviously, this is a huge part of my life, but. Um, I did have to let my 15-year-old Jack Russell go on the 26th, which um, I, I want to say it was a hard decision, but it was very easy decision to make. I mean, I knew it was her time. I knew she was in pain. Um, she had a pretty large tumor um, that we had been monitoring, and it got bigger, and she just got worse. And I I can't help but kind of like laugh a little bit. Obviously, it's not funny. I'm heartbroken, but... All of my animals have gone on a holiday. Uh, My cat um, was the day before, or my my cat was on the 26th of December in 2019. Steve was the day before Thanksgiving. So when this happened, I was just like, you gotta be fucking kidding me, right? (laughs) Like, come (laughs) on guys. But I just feel like it's like something that was meant to be. Um, The house is quiet, it's really weird. And I definitely miss her a ton, but. You know, I'm I'm pretty good at grieving these types of things, so I'm gonna get back, you know, into my groove and I definitely feel like you keep your animals with you, so.
0: Oh, I absolutely agree with that. I think they stay with you. Um, My childhood cat is still the password on my current laptop, so uh, they stay Um, with you. Yeah. 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 I guess (laughs) I've just given away, like, my past. It's not just his name. There's some other things mixed in. Um, But (laughs) Marley will dearly be missed, but I know she had an amazing life. And, um, yeah, I feel like um because this episode is not necessarily about i I do think we should do an episode on like pet loss at some point because i think Mm -hmm. it's something that's not talked about enough and it's so difficult um i do know it was her time but i know it also is hard regardless but she'll be loved and always remembered thank you
1: and you guys like my friends have been incredibly supportive um you know, my veterinarian was super supportive. My workplace, just everybody's been my family. Nobody has said the things that make you cringe. Like, oh, you know, nobody has said it's just a dog. Like, I got that probably my first time with, with Steve. And that, like, I think that person's dead to me now. I don't even know who, who said it to me, but.
0: Absolutely. Those are the
1: types of things that make it harder. So everybody's just been super awesome. I can't be more grateful for them, honestly.
0: Hmm. Well, I do think you should uh, perhaps, you know, the veterinarian did make our mistletoe episode as someone that you would kiss. Uh, (laughs) And maybe now that you won't perhaps be seeing him in the immediate future, it's your opportunity to go bring some mistletoe along in January, give him a little smooch.
1: it, It could happen. I mean, I did bring him and the staff, like, crumble cookies because i feel like veterinary staff and like especially during that time of the year i think they probably do a lot of that somehow i feel like that's what happens i just Mm. wanted to show them a little bit of love because i'm sure it sucks to have to do that repeatedly and do it for the holidays and not be able to do anything so maybe he's thinking of me right now to be honest because if you've had a crumble cookie they are 10 out of 10.
0: Oh, he's then absolutely thinking about you. He could literally be eating it right now.
1: I I don't think we're each other's type. I mean that in the funniest of ways because I think he's gay, (laughs) but I'm not sure. (laughs) And vice versa. It's fine. Oh,
0: well. I guess we must move on then. Um, Well, I'm trying to think. So... I'm going to throw out for myself something that's been both a high and a low. Mm-hmm. Uh, therapy. So I started therapy actually at the very, very end of 2020 mm-hmm. or 2021. I'm like, wait, what years is it? Okay, 2021. I started. It's a blur. So last year, did it the entire year, and it, you know, I started to really get into the deep shit. And so that's where some of the lows came from, right? That's part of the process. You're digging up that shit. Um, But there is something when you go through that and you continue to just take a step forward. And I do feel like I'm riding some of the highs now from putting in work. I'm by no means uh, where I want to be, but I so much see that that light is, uh, you know, light at the end of the tunnel or whatever, I, you know, whatever. It, it feels very attainable, whereas there are definitely parts of 2022 where it did not feel like I was going to get anywhere to where, you know, anywhere close to where I want to be. So um, that has been both a high and a low, but I'm glad I've stuck with it and continue to.
1: Agreed. I feel like therapy, If it's if it's easy and kind of boring, then it's not really doing you any good yeah so i can i can see those highs and lows that you were having and and i knew that like really good was going to come from it for you so i'm happy for you
0: oh thank you i also have personally kept kleenex afloat uh the company is (laughs) not going to go under because of my Hard work at going through as many tissues as I can go through in a year. I think I set a personal record in 2022.
1: From therapy or from the amount of times you got like sick or both. I feel like you got
0: Uh, perhaps both. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I did. I got COVID. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I had some other unknown but not COVID disease like a month before I got COVID. I mean, yeah. So. My uh, that was an all time high tissue usage, 2022.
1: Yeah, I don't know if I cried very much in 2022. I think I've been like riding the same roll of paper towels for quite some time. I don't know. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Maybe this oh. week I have. I'll be honest with you. Yeah, this week probably was a little bit more. But um, I do have a high. I ce- I celebrated one year of sobriety on the 26th as well, which made it that much more of like a really fucked up day. Honestly. <laughs>
0: Wow. I knew yeah. you were one year of sobriety, but I didn't know. I texted you, I think, on the first, thinking it might have been the first was your one year. I had no idea. Wow. Well, that's... uh, Yeah. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> you know, I had
1: somebody to say, do you think, like, Marley was trying to, like, test your sobriety on, the, on doing that on the day of your sobriety? I was like, she probably fucking was. Absolutely. But, you know, I still haven't drank. I still, you know, feel like that's still the best decision for me. And... I thought it was going to feel like this big pivotal moment like oh I had one year of sobriety but it's just like the same shit it's like another day where you just feel like you're not going to do something that makes you feel like shit and that pretty much was it like there wasn't no cannons or cakes or anything like I didn't really do anything celebratory I just went on like a, a walk with Marley in the morning when she was able to walk and then that was it honestly.
0: Oh, I love that though. Yeah. Let me ask. This is not one of our prepared questions, but <gasps> I have to know. Do you have a? Um, because you've been sampling some of the like non-alcoholic beverages that are on the market. Do you have like a favorite non-alcoholic beer or wine or liquor that you've tried this year, or like a couple that stand out to you? Yeah, I feel like
1: the um, ones that taste the best are the. I think they're called Athletica or Athletic brewing company and they they basically have tons of different varieties nothing tastes like too weird um and they more so geared their product towards people who are wanting to like drink but not compromise like their health like calories and alcohol being bad for your body so it's not like they're marketing towards people who have like a problem with alcohol they're just saying like hey you shouldn't drink because it's not good for you
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and they
1: they put out like seasonal stuff so if you're gonna try a non-alcoholic beer you can usually find it in a grocery store um, at least in Florida or you can order online and they ship to you and they like give you discounts and yeah stay away from O'Doul's it's I don't even know why the fuck they sell that anymore. Honestly, I don't know.
0: I don't know. I wonder if it's just like, I wonder who the market is for O'Doul's, right? Like, obviously, back in the day, it was like the only option. So you had to basically get O'Doul's. But now, so many, like a lot of breweries now are putting out their own N.A. Like, they still have their full lineup of alcoholic beers. But they're putting out, like, one or two different N.A. beers as well. Um, so yeah, I'm like, who is the market for O'Dules? Like, is it just someone who's like been steadfast O'Doul's drinker for twenty fucking years? I mean, that's, Proba- that's what probably what I have to imagine.
1: Yeah, probably. <laughs> honestly, it's probably like a real like old timer that like can't figure out how to get used to anything else, honestly. But mm. I don't know. I don't think they'll be around too much longer.
0: Yeah. Well, I have um Another one that's like a high and a low, and then I have like a shout out high. So my other kind of high low is in 2021, I was pretty consistent with doing a lot of yoga and started to really develop, um, like advance in like the skills of the poses or your asanas. And at the beginning of 2022, I was able to do crow pose, which is where you balance on your arms. Mm -hmm. I was, like, so fucking proud, and I was getting better and better at it. And then, as the world does, as my life started to crumble a bit through therapy, and by crumble, (laughs) I mean, you know, you got to sometimes break it all down to build it back up, but during that point where we're breaking it all down, yoga was not happening for me, and so I lost my ability to do crow pose, but I've since started getting back into my yoga more consistently, and I can tell that i have a lot more upper body like back and arm strength and i think i'm going to be able to fly crow again so stay tuned 2023 we're coming for the crow
1: Oh, maybe we'll put it on the gram i haven't been using the gram very much lately so
0: (laughs) yeah well when i finally am able to do it again i'll take a picture of me i don't know i'll have to send maybe a video i'll figure it out or someone can come take a picture of me doing it uh but I'll, fi- I'll figure it out for the gram. My yeah. uh, my other high shout out is to my Bad Bitch O'Clock softball team, the all ladies yeah, team. We yeah. played in a co ed league. Um, we proved that women can hold their own against, you know, teams that are 50% or more of men. Um, that. Gosh, this is sounding again like another high and low situation simply because weather delayed two of our uh, the last two weeks, which were our playoff games. And they were rescheduled for a week that the entire team was essentially out of town and we couldn't field a team to um, to play. So we had to forfeit. Uh, But we're coming back in 2023 because we proved we could do it. And uh, we want to, you know, look coming for a championship that's what we're coming for now you better
1: get that ring if they have them do they have rings (laughs) it's a t-shirt it's a cheesy (laughs) t-shirt that's
0: what it is. i want to
1: see that t-shirt liz (laughs) will do will do um
0: all right any other highs and lows before i move on
1: oh god i'm sure there are um they're just so fleeting for me that sometimes i'm like did something good happen or did something bad happen i don't i don't remember but um I, I think i'm i think I'm pretty stable i don't think there's been a lot of highs and lows those are the probably the two highest
0: and lowest great well how about some favorite media so like favorite books podcasts movies tv shows anything like that that you've enjoyed this year
1: yeah um i started listening to this podcast actually last week uh, my friend Don recommended it and I needed something like a little bit more like comedic um, and it's mm-hmm. called Tig and Cheryl true story have you listened to that it's a podcast no, Tig
0: Nataro. yeah
1: so oh. her and um uh, Cheryl Hines from curb your enthusiasm she's yeah, yeah I love Cheryl Hines they yeah. watch documentaries and then they review them and <laughs> it's just it's pure gold and I probably listen to eight hours a day of this for five days in a row and man. That might have been a high, actually. Of 2022 Oh
0: my gosh, I love it. I love Tina taro's sense of humor. So I definitely I'll just check that out. Cause I sometimes I lean toward heavy podcasts, but I like to mix in a couple lighthearted ones. Yeah. Um but you're okay. So the description of the podcast reminds me. Have you ever seen footage of? I it's like the Planet Earth type documentaries, and Snoop Dogg narrates um, like <laughs> yeah. footage of it. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, I think you can find clips on YouTube. It is golden like it is just because he knows absolutely nothing about you know he's like what the fuck that cheetah doing (laughs) you know it's just it's so good i'm not gonna do him justice but go check those out as well yeah Uh, very funny uh yeah so a fun podcast i've been into this year is sounds like a cult have you heard of it yeah i've heard of it yeah they do like it's two women and they talk about different things that people are really into so like stand-up comedy or being vegan or um you know theater kids and then they dissect like you know the definition of a cult and like the common traits that you see in a cult and you know do the people who belong to this group meet those criteria and it's a little tongue-in-cheek like it's not being serious and saying people who watch up comedy are in a cult but it is really funny and it is kind of yeah it's it's just funny to see how people who are fanatical about something can have a little bit like cult adjacent (laughs) qualities (laughs) Uh, how, how many episodes have you gotten? Like, are there hundreds? Cause that's, I want Ooh. something I can go
1: like really deep into. I don't want anything that's too new.
0: Yeah. I mean, there's definitely, it's been out for a couple of years, like two, okay. three, four. I mean, there's quite a few episodes. I pick and choose, like I don't listen to, I, I listen to ones that I think would be like funny to me cause either I'm into those things or I know somebody who is. So I think it'd be funny to hear what they have to say about it um but yeah you can go pretty deep they've got a they've got a nice library archived library of episodes there
1: okay um i've also heard of this other podcast called um prim and proper
0: oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> tell me more what's it about if you're not listening
1: to that podcast you are now um <laughs> no that is probably my favorite podcast obviously um but another podcast i started listening to was uh, is called we're having gay sex <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my God, what's up? Um,
1: and um, the host's name is Ashley Gavin. And she was like in, I don't know, really long-term monogamous relationship with another woman. And then when she got out of the relationship, she started to be like a little bit more open to kind of just like exploring her sexuality. And then she started interviewing people. And if you want to learn about like how sexually fluid people can be and all the stuff in every spectrum you should listen to this podcast cuz it's it's got a lot it's not just about gay sex although you'll learn about that but it's interesting
0: <laughs> you've piqued my interest cuz i feel like yeah. uh i feel like so much of historically what what we've been like shown in society is like very heteronormative sex and vanilla exactly. sex too so um, yeah that's kind of okay I like that I like that Um, the other podcasts I've been into this year are like I like a lot of podcasts that are kind of like a limited series where they just like touch on a subject for you know a certain amount of episodes and then they're done so I listened to World Corrupt which I mentioned before and that was all about like FIFA um, and how corrupt they were as an organization but also just like sports washing in general how countries use like the olympics and these other big international sporting events to like make themselves look better when they have like horrendous human rights violations and such uh so i would recommend that if you're looking for something lighthearted um mm-hmm. yeah put you to sleep other- at night <laughs> just you know in- Puts you right to bed, right to bed. Um, These two others will also put you right to bed. It's Ultra, which is kind of about Nazi um, sympathizers in the U.S. back in like the 40s, 30s and 40s, um, who were both like influential figures. So like a priest who had a very popular radio show, um, sitting members of Congress and the Senate. It's, It's like very interesting to like, hear about this history i had no idea existed Mm -hmm. um and also mother country radicals which is about like a left-wing radicals during um like during the 70s 60s 70s who were um how do i describe them they they've they were a white group of they called themselves like the weather underground they're a white group of activists who felt that you know the world was unfair for people of color and black people and they felt like they needed to take pretty extreme measures to try to draw attention and right those wrongs Um, you know they would I think identify themselves more as like revolutionaries instead of activists so -hmm. it's also just kind of like a very a lot of the with mother country radicals um, a fair amount of events that the group participated in occurred in Chicago and it's stuff I didn't know until I was like very interested in hearing about that just because I live in Chicago now so uh, yeah. So if you're also listening or interested in listening to things on extreme right wing and extreme left wing uh, people, I can, I can recommend Ultra and Mother Country Radicals. <laughs>
1: well, I mean, I always say that you have got to be more into politics. And so I probably will listen to
0: those podcasts. Yeah. There's yeah. something. Um, but what else do you have? I mean, it, even if it's not podcasts, any other favorites? media content
1: um as far as like tv shows go i, I think i told you how, how, how much i enjoyed the white lotus i watched the first season
0: yes
1: um i don't know if it's because i worked in a hotel but i could just really sympathize with the guy that was like running the show there about like what could drive you up the wall and it's just um yeah it's fun to watch it's not like anything else i've ever seen and there's i think a season two out too which has like a couple of the same characters, but it's different location, different hotel. Um, it's it's in Italian mostly, so I can understand a lot of it, which is kind of neat. Mm-hmm.
0: So I love the White Lotus as well. Mike White, oh, yeah. uh, the creator, was on Survivor, but I won't I won't go too far into that. But <laughs> um, yes, and Survivor castaways have um, they've they have had small like roles in each season. So okay. it's a little fun Survivor. If you're like a Survivor fan, a little, um, you know, uh, what's the word when you, it's like a little Easter egg for you to find the Survivor castaways in it. Um, so there are
1: some in there? How come I don't know who they are? I guess I didn't watch Survivor.
0: Yeah. I mean, they're bro- They're be. all from his season and he was on season like, I don't know, 37 Thirty-eight, like it was a much later season. Sorry, so. I
1: missed the thirty-seven and thirty-eight. <laughs> I got to thirty-five though.
0: <laughs> so yeah, if you're one of the few holdouts that still watches Survivor like myself, um you'll probably recognize some of the actors as Survivor contestants. But yeah, it is such a cool show because like the premise, it starts with the same like um, hook. Where somebody discovers or there's like a dead body at the very beginning of the show and you have to like watch the show to figure out like who it is that died how they died who killed them like everything's a mystery until the end but it starts Mm -hmm. with that hook and it's really I don't know it's a really cool premise I love it there's a lot of themes of like money and sex and like wealth and it's, it's it's easy well, to for
1: sure. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's definitely easy to like love and hate these characters. They're it's it's such a I actually have it as my favorite show of the year as well. So, I'm with you there. Ooh,
1: look at us. Who uh-huh. is the Who's what's that name of the actress in that that played Stifler's mom
0: and Oh, Jennifer Pie? Coolidge.
1: <laughs> yeah, she's Why in is she both
0: just, seasons. She just never she's, changes.
1: She's just that same I don't know. I, know.
0: I love it. And he, I love think her. he probably wrote the role with her in mind. I'm not positive. I know he wrote Aubrey Plaza's in the second season, and I know he wrote her role with Aubrey in mind. Like, he specifically won her for it. I, I mean, I have to feel like he had Jennifer Coolidge in mind when he wrote Tanya's role, because like, I yeah. can't imagine anyone else playing that part but her
1: me neither not that now now that that i've seen it in full too it's even yeah it's perfect yeah
0: it is um any other tv shows you had for the year
1: no i mean i I pretty much watch reruns of everything else you know i just i have real trust issues with tv
0: (laughs) (laughs) what's your over under on or how many times did you watch schitt's creek this year
1: how many times did I watch Shit's Creek? Um, man, I don't know if I've stopped. I think every time I finish, I'm like, "Well, it's been a bad day. Let's take <laughs> it from the top." I probably watched like, I probably watched the whole series like three or four times.
0: I love it. I mean, when it's good, yeah. it's good, right?
1: Yeah, because I don't know. I, I guess I just find it to be. It's just repeatedly funny. I mean, sometimes like I can watch Friends over and over again, and it's not as funny. But this
0: yeah. is just—it just never stops.
1: And the I jokes. hope it never
0: stops. They always land. Yeah. Um, the only other TV show I had on here was Severance. I forget if you watch Severance. It's on Apple mm-hmm. TV. Is
1: that a, wait? You said that's like it's about like letting people go from their jobs.
0: Um. So it's about you can get this procedure done to sever yourself so that it's like your work self and your home self and your home self has like no idea what it's like for you at work and your work self doesn't know what your home life is like. So you think it's a dream. And then fantasy it's (laughs) it's really fascinating. Like I don't want to give anything away because I I just want to like set up the premise of the show in case you or any of our listeners do want to watch it. Um but yeah, it's an interesting premise. It sounds like it would be wonderful. But the reality of it is is not quite so wonderful.
1: Yeah, maybe you're missing like half your identity, too. That'd probably be a little bit strange. Like, what did I do?
0: Yeah, exactly. Today? Huh. OK.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, any other media for you? Any books?
0: Uh, so this book did not come out this year, but I did write down. I looked through my list of books that I read this year. My favorite book was Parable of the Sower by Octavia Butler. Which was written in 1993. It's like a, you know, sci fi dystopian type novel that is supposed to take place, I think, in 2024. So, like, you know, basically now ish. Um, and in some ways, it's kind of crazy how real it feels despite being written in 1993. Um, it definitely talks a lot about the climate change and the effects that it has on people. We're probably not quite on the same timeline as the way it's written in the book, but like, it definitely feels like we're headed down that path. Um, It feels realer every day. Uh, It's just a, yeah, it's a great book. The bummer about this is I think it was intended to be like a 10 book series. And she wrote this book, The Parable of the Sower and the second one and then she passed away before she was able to complete the series. So there's only, mm. I
1: know,
0: there's only, I think, the two books um, in the series. But if you've not read Octavia Butler, um, I recommend that she's also written a bunch of other books that are um, well received, well loved, worth a read. How about you? Any uh, books, movies? Um
1: i read a couple books this year i think the one that i read that really impacted me the most was called a radical awakening by dr Shafali. Hmm. and um i don't know if she's like a, a therapist i'm not really sure what the doctor and her doctor is but basically oh. she goes throughout her life being married having kids and like feeling she has to do things in a certain way and i don't know if she has like I guess a radical awakening at some point or she's this book is like challenging like all the things that you're taught to be as a woman and i just feel like like women should probably read this book if you feel like you're like kind of trapped suffocated um limited then this is like a good book to kind of be like you know what i don't have to do any of that shit actually
0: oh i love it i mean if i don't want out. to you know it's, yeah it's a good book i will Like, I usually do link all of these, um, you know, TV shows, podcasts, books that we've recommended in the episode notes. So if if you're listening, you want to check one of those out. uh, Look at the episode notes, and I'll list them in there. Um, Movies, I have not really watched many movies this year. I will say the only movie I saw in theaters was Top Gun Maverick, and I thought I was going to see it ironically, and then I kind of actually liked the movie um (laughs) damn (laughs) son of a bitch I mean I know and I I like part of me after I reflected on it was like oh you know they some of my favorite parts were like this is not giving anything away obviously they go on a mission where they like are flying the jets in some super dangerous way and you don't know if they're going to survive or not um And I realize it's totally the trench run in Star Wars when they do the trench run on the Death Star to destroy it. It's like the exact same thing, but like on planet Earth and fighter jets instead. And um, I don't care. I still will watch it. I I see that connection now. And um, yeah, there's a woman fighter pilot. And I know that the bar is so low that I'm like, there's a woman fighter pilot. But I just love that there's a woman. I love that she doesn't have to have a love interest. You know, Tom Cruise does, of course, but like they didn't try to. I was worried that they were going to try to force a relationship on her, but they didn't. She just wants to be a fighter pilot and she's really yeah. badass at it. And uh, yeah, it's cheesy, but I, you know, I fell for it. I fell for it and I bought it. Uh, so that's where we are with that's that.
1: That's okay. You're really into Indiana Jones too, right?
0: Um, or you were into it. Somebody was into it. I've seen most of the indies. I wouldn't say I'm super into Indiana Jones. Oh, somebody else maybe
1: was. I'm not sure.
0: Yeah, actually, I don't even know (laughs) that I've seen all the indies. I think there's a newer one that came out a couple years ago, and they're filming one right now that I I haven't seen either of those. Mm. So yeah, some other
1: Joneses. (laughs) Um, I did watch a Barbara Walters special today. Speaking of which, you know. RIP, sweet angel. That lady, you know, got to tip the hat to Barbara Walters because in Mm. this whatever ABC special they had, man, she really just like did not care when she interviewed people about like awkwardness. She was just like, I'm just going to make this weird and I'm going to ask you this question. And Mm
0: -hmm.
1: that's it. Mm -hmm. She's a badass, badass journalist.
0: Yeah, I feel like so I remember that when the Free Britney Spears stuff was happening, like an old interview of hers, a Britney Spears came out and it was pointing out like how like some of her questions were not great, like the media was being a little too intrusive or, you know, and and putting like blame on Britney for things instead of on Justin in this like misogynistic type of a way. And I'm like, "Okay, like Maybe that's not the highlight of her career. But the Mm -hmm. woman did succeed um, in a very kind of male-dominated industry. She did present as someone who asked the tough questions. And I feel like women historically were always like on the morning shows where they'd ask the fluff questions and wouldn't ask like the hard-hitting questions. And she did that. And she started The View, which you can love or hate The View, whatever. I don't care what your opinions are. But I think it's like important that we get women together who have strong opinions and we like let them talk and we get to listen to women who have strong opinions and that was her birth child so you know like everyone else in this world we all have our moments that maybe aren't our favorite if we look back and we could change them but the stuff that she's done to like progress women in journalism and what it looks like to be a woman in journalism I clap for Barbara Walters indeed yeah 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 well um so how about any lessons learned from last year (sighs) lessons
1: learned um i think for me it's kind of like to slow down and think about stuff in many situations like a lot of my problems in life in general have been to just be like extremely impulsive and to just like go after a feeling and I think this year I've learned to kind of like maybe examine a bit or hold back a little bit and give myself time and that seems to be the biggest lesson I've learned
0: Mm. I feel like for me it's and I, I i intellectually known this but I really feel it in my core now that like you know life is about progress not perfection and that progress doesn't take a straight line that it does meander Um, I bought this lady palm tree in like the late summer and it was doing great and then winter hit and this bitch started dying on me, and I could not figure out why. And I've been Googling it, and I, I finally realized that the humidity in my apartment, once my radiators kicked on, was too uh, low, and that it's a palm, and it's used to be in a tropical environment. And so I'm now at a place where, like, I had to cut away a ton of the leaves because they were too crispy, and they're not going to survive. And it's like bare bones compared to what it was. But I've got a humidifier. I've got a little temperature and humidifier reader so I can monitor it. And like, I think we're going to save the plant and we're going to grow it. And it's been like this good metaphor for me, the symbol of like how life works sometimes. Um, So I look at that little lady palm tree and I'm like, we're going to do this gonna be hard. I know we're gonna have to lose a couple of your limbs, your little branches, but uh we're You're alive on in the there. other side. You're alive. We're you figuring got ro- it out. <laughs> you got roots.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, I feel yeah. I'm not very good with my patio plants. I do have that bonsai it's thriving.
0: I mean, it's kind of crazy to me, like yeah, some you know, and it's so many different elements when you I, I honestly think taking care of plants is harder than A cat. I've never had a dog, but at least Walter will like lead me to his food bowl. Or like if the litter isn't to his liking, he'll leave me the litter box and like meow and be like, bitch, do something about this. So um you know the the plant doesn't does not do that.
1: No, it just shows you how it's doing. And then sometimes (laughs) you're
0: like, ooh, not looking too good there. Nope. (laughs) Yeah. Um my other piece. Of like advice slash lesson learned is I'm really continuing to purposefully seek out content created by women so I'm trying to read books listen to podcasts watch movies documentaries like anything that's about women because I've realized like I was definitely someone who was into a lot of classically male things like I like watching sports I like action movies and there's nothing wrong with that I still enjoy those things but like it's been important for me to see all the different ways women are in the world like the ways they show up the opinions they have the interests they have the experiences they have so it's been really good for me I think to purposely seek out a lot of content by women
1: yeah, I'm with you that and that. I think most of the stuff I've been listening to in this last year is more focused on women. Um, and yeah, we've got a lot more to say too, to be honest with you.
0: Yeah, we do. Absolutely.
1: I'm not gonna um, listen to these dumbass
0: men anymore. I'm done. Done. I'm done that. <laughs> done that. My whole, I gave you 37 years, men. This last year and going forward is all about the women. Um, yeah. So speaking of listening to women talk, uh, what were some of the favorite episodes that we recorded this year for you? Um,
1: for me, I mean, I really liked our Pride series that we did. Um, I still liked self acceptance a whole ton. I think a lot of people did too. I, that's like a top listened.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. That which is, is like some, our one of our earlier listened. ones too. Yeah.
1: Um, Yeah, I don't know. I I feel like there's something I like about every episode. So it's Mm -hmm. hard for me to pick.
0: I know. I know. I wrote down, like, the ones that came to mind. I loved our Ask a Lesbian episode, which was part of our Pride series. Um, I liked our Favorite Women series, which our other big... So Self-Acceptance, I think, was our most listened to episode. And I think our second most listened to episode was Our Favorite Women Comedians. Um, Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was another really popular one. Um, and you're going to see uh, Taylor Tomlinson soon, right?
1: Yeah, in April. I could have gone in December, but now looking back, thank God I didn't. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Real, real fucking oh. chit show.
0: Um, so excited. Yeah, for you I'm to excited see her. about that. Mm hmm. Well, here's a few more other podcast highlights for this year. So this was the first full year because we started in 2021, but we started in I think September was our first official or maybe it was August. Um, Yeah. we, We had a couple of weeks of difficulties trying to record and upload before we were successful. So, you know, that was a learning curve. But 2022, we recorded the whole year and we've had We've been listened to in 33 countries, 31 states, which is like bonkers to me. Because it's not just the people sta- we told about. It's other people. I wonder
1: what states aren't listening.
0: I know. We should start calling them out. Um, Connecticut? Where are you at? <laughs> I think Connecticut was on the list. Um, nah.
1: I don't think Alaska
0: was, though. So get on it, Alaska. <laughs> oh,
1: they're in the dark probably right now. I don't know. I go, oh. going through it.
0: Yeah, but that's all the more reason you're looking for entertainment. You're not doing anything outside. It's dark and grizzly bears and freezing. So listen to some Prim and Proper.
1: (laughs) Yeah. That makes everything
0: better. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that does for me. Um, So I guess maybe to wrap us up here, what are some things you're looking forward to in 2023?
1: I think I'm looking for some chill time in 2023. In 2022, I had a lot of fucking shit change. um, Down to like demoing this apartment. A lot of relationships change. um, A lot of repair of relationships. A lot of goodbyes. A lot of changes in career stuff. Learning new stuff in that realm. And I think this year I'm just, I I really want to have more fun. Mm -hmm. um i got a a paddleboard Uh, i took it on its maiden voyage this weekend it went really well Uh, the water was fucking freezing even though it's florida i don't i know you're probably like (laughs) freezing water (laughs) but i mean it was too cold for me but i've always wanted a paddleboard because um i like kayaking but i i hate being trapped inside the kayak especially Mm. in florida when you're like it's hot and i would just like to get in without toppling this whole bitch over so I'm gonna be doing a lot more of that. Um, hopefully, traveling more. I got a nephew coming down the line <gasps> in March. I hope I'm like, you know, more free to go and visit and spend time. And yeah, go to Chicago. I'm coming for you.
0: Yeah, we could do a paddle boat tour. They do paddle boat tours. Just say it. In the river? Yeah, I want to do yeah. that. Yep. Yep um and oh i'm so excited for anthony and your nephew to join the world i know in 2023
1: he's probably shitting his pants a little at this moment and they were like talking about getting like a couple more things for the nursery and he's like yeah i just got to get this i was like oh only thing that's missing is the baby and he's like yeah (laughs) 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 oh
0: yeah, I'm sh- I mean, I think every parent, I have to imagine, goes to this, like, oh, shit, this is happening moment. First-time um, parent,
1: yeah, absolutely. Yeah. They'll be yeah. fine, but I-, I could just tell he's probably like,
0: okay, I got to do this right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, if they're a second-time or third-time parent, they're, like, hardened already. <laughs> they know. <laughs> they know what to expect. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Yeah, I think, and I-, I guess I hinted at this earlier, I feel like, you know, I 2022 is you know breaking down a lot of things for me and i'm in that like rebuilding and i'm kind of just excited to continue building myself up and uh see where that goes um get back on flying crow yoga yeah let's do it
1: i saw that your coffee shop's getting a little bit of a remodel
0: Ooh, did you
1: did you get to see that
0: I did. Yeah, I knew it was also coming. But it was, uh, you know, I, I, I don't know that it was publicly announced until I think they put some stuff up on the gram. Um, it's on the gram. Yep. It's on the gram. But yeah, I was in there. They opened up Monday, January 2nd. And I was in there and saw all the changes that were done. Very exciting. Very exciting. Um, new ownership, but it's a good thing. Um,
1: oh, really? Huh, OK. Yeah.
0: Yeah. The owners are, the previous owners are still going to be there and, and be involved in many ways. Um, but they're moving on to bigger and better things in their own personal lives. And one of the staff who had been there for a long time was looking to take over ownership and
1: yeah, that's cool. yeah
0: bring it into the next chapter. So very exciting times.
1: I can't wait to have a cup of coffee there in
0: 2023. Ah, me too. yeah okay well um i guess that's it i hope listeners you are all excited for 2023 we've got lots of exciting content coming down the pipeline stuff that we're actually probably still trying to figure out right now but we know it'll be exciting so stay tuned
1: yep it's Um, gonna be
0: good follow the instagram what's the instagram again marinella
1: and proper podcast. And I will start posting things again soon. I just haven't really been in the mood, but it's coming.
0: Yeah. Come down the pipeline. So get on. Yeah. Follow us. Um rate and leave a review if you like us. If you don't, then you know, maybe don't leave a review. We don't we don't need that negative negativity. Yeah.
1: Write it down, put it in a pot outside, and light it on fire. We don't <laughs> yeah. we don't want to know. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, Well, we'll catch you all next week. All right. See you next week.